The following podcast is a program segment from the Midday Moments program with Gary Duncan. Join Gary for two hours of sacred music, along with moments of faith, family, and fun. Listen to AM 850 in St. Louis, or on the live stream at KFUO.org. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere, KFUO Radio. Listener supported AM850 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search us out whenever you're on one of those platforms. Well, it's time for us again to uh, talk to special people. These are people that John Lakowski has lined up, special guests. And we'll also be talking to Jolly John in the future as well. But he has, uh, as you recall, we talked to uh, Peter last week, and we're going to continue that conversation this afternoon. Uh, in fact, as we continued this discussion we started last week, we do have St. Peter. I don't think we mentioned it last week, but St. Peter actually lives in the area. He's semi-retired. He runs a little fishing joint and shepherding supply store on the banks of the Kaskaskia River. It's called the Hook and Crook. Let me get him on the phone. Hello? Hello? Are you there, Peter? Uh, well, well, hello. Uh, hello, Gary. Yes, this is St. Peter's Hook and Crook, and Grammar school. St. Peter's Hook and Crook and Grammar School. What's with the grammar school, Peter? Well, did you remember, Gary, uh, last week, Pastor Lukomsky suggested I share a Bible passage with you in the original language, Greek. It's the language that I done been learned in school as I was growing up. Uh, at first, I, I wasn't too excited about the prospect. As you know, I'm a fisherman by trade, not, not a language teacher. Done been learned, right. So... What's the deal with St. Peter's Grammar School? Well, you know, things went so well with you and me last week in our, our presentation. Well, I'm thinking of giving up the fishing and becoming a full-time grammarian. You're going to give up fishing? It doesn't bother you about being a grammarian? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you know, handling verbs and nouns? Think about it. Well, that's a lot easier than, than dragging a net full of fish and, and a lot less smelly, too. But is there really that much grammar work to do? Oh, I, I think so, Gary. As much as there is fish in the river. Why, well, think of that Bible text that I shared with you last week. Well, we only we only begun to mine the important truths of grammar found there. Uh, do you remember what the text was? Yes, I think so. Uh, it, it was wasn't Luke chapter three. Ah, that's the, the winnowing one. fork is in his hand to clear his uh, threshing floor and to gather the wheat into the granary by the chaff. He will burn with unquenchable fire. Wasn't that it? That, that was it. That's right. About gathering the wheat and, and burning up the chaff. That's the one. And as I told you last week, one of the interesting grammar things is that the burning part there is in the future way of speaking. But the gathering part is actually in the past. What a beautiful truth the grammar teaches. True evil remains here to trouble us both in the world and the flesh until sometime in the future when the Lord will burn it all up. At the same time, our salvation is done and complete in the past, fulfilled with the words of Jesus on the cross, it is finished. In a very real sense, we are already gathered unto Jesus by his word and sacrament. Oh, but there's even more wonderful truths to be found in the grammar. Like what? Well, <clears throat> I hope I don't put you off with my uh, technical grammarian jargon, but if you're going to walk the walk, you've got to talk the talk. See, that word for burning is not only a future kind of word in the Greek, <coughs> it's also found in the uh, 
indicative form. Indicative? Yeah, uh, uh, that's the Greek way of stating a fact. Mm. Uh, no opinions given here. We're not told whether God likes it or not, but it is the way it's going to be. Uh, that's what an indicative tells you. It just gives you the facts of the matter. The chaff will be burned. Oh, 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 but the word for gathering together, well, it's a different kind of word entirely. It's not an indicative. Do I dare to ask what kind of word is it? Oh, well, again, I hope my technical language doesn't overwhelm you, but the word for gathering is what we professional grammarians call <clears throat> an infinitive. An infinitive? Uh, yeah, but an infinitive. And that's the kind of word that not only tells you the facts, but also the whys and the wherefores. You see, you use an infinitive when you want to tell the reason or, or purpose somebody does something. So literally, the passage says Jesus comes for the purpose of clearing the threshing floor and gathering the wheat in the barn. That's what he comes for. Now, I'm not denying that some of the chaff will be burned up, that some will be cast into the flames of hell. But you must realize that's not what Jesus wants, and that's not what he comes for. He comes to gather us and, and all who believe. Elsewhere in the Bible, it plainly says, right there in John 3, 17, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. So you're right. There is quite a bit to be found in grammar. Oh, and that's only the beginning, Gary. Uh, the word there that Scripture uses for clearing the threshing floor is interesting, too. Uh, you see, the word there is catharsis. I guess I am going to ask you to pronounce some hard words here. You see, the word is catharsis, and it literally means to, to clean something. You know, Peter, we still use that word today. Often in counseling, when someone shares something that has bothered them for years, when they confess some long-hidden guilt, it is said that they experience catharsis. A, a kind of a soul-cleaning in that case. Right. A, a cleansing of the spirit, as it were. Here in the Greek, however, it's not just catharsis, though. It's catacatharsis, which means a total, a thorough, a, a complete cleaning. Don't you see, Gary? Catharsis and catacatharsis, those, those are forgiveness words. It's talking about Jesus cleaning us of all our sins. When it says he clears the threshing floor, it really means he clears or he cleans us of all our sins. And again, it's in the infinitive. It gives us the purpose for Jesus coming. You see, Jesus comes to the threshing floor to, to thoroughly clean the grain that lies thereon and then to gather it into the heavenly barns. In other words, Jesus comes in order to forgive us and grant us everlasting life. Wow. You know, Peter, it's remarkable what you could learn from grammar. And that's why I'm thinking of taking up Grammarian full-time. Ain't it not a good idea, you think, Gary? Peter, I don't mean to correct you, but my grammar teacher always told me, ain't, ain't a word. Plus, I think you have a double negative there. Uh, a double negative? What, what does that mean? Well, it's one of the rules of English grammar. Oh, English grammar. Oh, I never thought about that. I, I guess I'm going to be a grammarian. I, I'm not only going to have to do grammar work in, in Greek, but I, I guess I'm going to do, I'll have to do good at English grammar, too. I, I think that should be, you have to do well at English grammar. Oh, Gary, you know what? I'm sorry. Now my head's already starting to hurt just thinking about it. Maybe I'd better stick with fishing. 
Better to have sore arms and back than to strain your brain. Well, all I know is that English grammar can be very difficult. You know, I might have to rethink some of my plans. Learning grammar to others might be more harder than I thought. Yes, it might be more harder. <laughs> well, whether it is Peter the Fisherman or Peter the Grammarian, we'll always be happy to talk with you. Well, I tell you what, whatever happens, you can find me here at the Hook and Crook. Well, that's good. And I want to know if you still have that down there at the Hook and Crook. Do you still have that stinky Paul Clayton fish bait? <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. Well, that should have a comma there, speaking of grammar. That should right. be... It was, it was always stinky comma. Paul Clayton. Uh, Paul, Paul Clayton's catfish bait. But Man. you know, maybe we need a new celebrity endorsement. You might think about that. Yeah. Stinky Gary's catfish. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Stinky, stinky comma. comma. Yeah. Gary's I, I don't mind as long as you put the comma there. I, I, I would like to have my own fish bait, so that'd be great. So it's not just the grammar, but sometimes it's the punctuation too, isn't exactly. it, Gary? Exactly. Yes. So it's great talking to you again, Peter, and I look forward to talking to you sometime again in the future. Thank you so much for being on the radio with me. God bless you, Gary. We are the messenger of good news, KFUO.